You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Thanks for staying with us on Real Presence Live this morning. Again, we have another COVID-free half hour for you coming up. But before we go to our next interview, did you know that there's a Real Presence radio app? There you can listen live or find the podcasts of previous shows like this one, which I'm sure you're all going to want to listen to at least one more time. Look for it in the App Store. And so uh, I am one of your hosts today. My name is Jack Canelli, and with me is my wife, Doreen. Hello again. <laughs> and uh, we're continuing with the uh, her, her, her gardening theme, joke themes, or joke... Jokes. Gardening theme jokes. Yes. Okay. Take it away. Doreen, okay. the Laugh Riot Canelli. <laughs> yeah, right. What kind of socks do gardeners wear? Um... I guess we can't have too much dead time. This is radio, so I don't know. Garden hose. Garden hose. Okay, I get it. Okay. Oh, that was I, funny. I forgot. Do you know what happened 37 years ago today? 37 years ago. Uh, we were married longer than that, so it's not our anniversary. No. I don't know. I gave birth to our firstborn son. Oh. Hey, that's happy birthday, JT. <laughs> I don't know if JT's oh. listening. I know he has a day off because his dear wife told him that she had the day planned and he shouldn't go to work. So happy birthday, JT. Yeah. yeah. Here's another joke. Okay. What did the rake say to the hoe? Uh, help me out. Okay. <laughs> I, I give up. Hi <laughs> ho. Hi ho. And what do you call a fake gardener? A fake gardener? Um... I don't know, but I know what you call a fake father. What? A faux pas. Oh, that's better than this. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay what do you okay. got? What do you a got? A fake gardener is called a plant. A plant? Mm-hmm. I don't get it. A plant? Okay, whatever. Someone who's pretending to be something else. Oh, okay. Do you have any more? Uh, let me see. I mean, we're just, we're knocking them dead. I can hear yeah, the laughter over the do. airwaves already. <laughs> what do you call a smashed chickpea? A, sm- a smashed chickpea. Hummus. Yes, hummicide. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. Wow, Jack, I'm impressed. I tell you. <laughs> you're clever. I don't know where this stuff comes from. <laughs> What's orange and sounds like a parrot? Orange and sounds like a parrot. Uh, I don't know. It's a gardener theme. Uh, I think. Guard- orange and sounds like a parrot. Aren't you glad I didn't say br- hummingbird? <laughs> a carrot. Oh, gee. I get it. Yeah. All right. Never mind. Pretty bad. Okay. Well, our next, we're, we're, we're going to be talking about relics in a short period of time. When I first heard them, the, the topic was on relics, I thought maybe they were going to be talking about me. But I don't think I'm old enough really yet, and I don't have that kind of an attitude. But uh, I don't know. <laughs> so our guest will be Father Carlos Martins, as you said before the break. And 
As Jack and I were walking out of Mass this morning, we noticed a poster on the bulletin board at St. Mary's in Fargo advertising something. Yes, it's called Treasures of the Church, and it's a, uh, I, I don't know, it was about 140 or 150 relics that they have, and it's uh, kind of a, a traveling exhibition, but... Uh, when we get Father on the line, uh, you know, we'll have him explain that to him. But I, I, you know, I think relics have been treasures of the church forever. For a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, and I think they're important. And I think they're, you know, they're uh, nice reminders, mm-hmm. you know, of the the people that they they represent. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes um, people outside the church and people even in the church that they have a little... Uh, yeah. Concerned about relics, yeah. But if you really look at your own life, I mean, you look at let's look at sports, and you know sometimes, all right, we collect relics even outside of the church. You know, like the the jersey that such and oh, such yeah. a football player wore, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, welcome, Father. Hi. Good morning. Welcome. Right. <laughs> Thanks for the welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, <laughs> Father. Where are you calling? Where are you calling from? Uh, I am in uh, today. I am in Vero Beach, Florida. Oh, oh my! Wow. The other end of the world. I'm at the other end. Yeah. You say you say today you're there, so this suggests that you there's a lot of travel in your life. Travel travel is my way of life. I, in many ways, you could call me a gypsy priest because of this ministry I do. Yes. Okay. Do you well, belong to a religious order, Father? I do. I belong to the Companions of the Cross. So it's mm-hmm. an order that was founded 35 years ago. Uh, the charism and mission is evangelization. Wow. Uh, most of our priests um, function in parishes. Uh, some are uh, university professors, seminary professors. Uh, some are are missionary priests. Uh, they they give parish missions, and and I I work with the Holy See during doing this ministry of of evangelization with the relics of the saints. Yeah. Who's the founder, and where was the order founded? The order was founded in Ottawa, Canada, by Father Robert Bedard, Father Bob Bedard, who died, it will be 10 years this year that mm. he passed. Did you ever have a chance to meet him? Oh, I knew him very well, oh, yes. Nice. Uh, yes, I, I knew him while he was uh, alive, and of course, uh, we all miss him uh, very much. Uh, he's an amazing man, and uh, he left uh, a beautiful legacy for us, and we carry it on. Well, we told our listeners, Father, that you're here to talk to us about the uh, the treasures of the church, which is uh, a collection of relics. And we noticed today, coming out of Mass at St. Mary's Cathedral here in Fargo, that uh, you will be in town on was it the April thirtieth? Thir- on April thirtieth. So, why don't you tell us about the treasures of the church, and if you would introduce yourself a little bit as well? Sure. Yeah. Uh, so my uh, my name is Father Carlos Martins. I'm the director of this apostolate, uh, which is an apostolate of the Holy See. So this is a Vatican exhibit of relics of the saints that has been uh, traveling the world for just over 20 years. And it is very much a healing ministry. Uh, people are set free uh, from afflictions uh, in the presence of the relics of the saints. So... Uh, I have seen cancers disappear, osteoporosis, stroke effects, uh, and just uh, different aches, pains, and, and, and different afflictions from which people have suffered. 
And that's what makes the ministry very popular. And, of course, in addition to the fact that the ministry consists of over 150 sacred relics, including relics of, say, the Apostles and and John the Baptist, some of the ancient saints, but also the more modern saints and recently canonized saints, such as Mother Teresa and Pope John Paul II, in addition to things like some of the largest existing fragments of the relic of, of the true of the wood of the true cross and the veil of our lady uh, so the, the the fact of of the the significance of the relics that are that are part of the exhibit brings a lot of people uh, but 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 especially the fact that it is a healing ministry and God sets people free from their afflictions in the presence of of, of, of the relics and this should be no surprise, because every time relics are mentioned in Scripture, there are two things that always occur. There is always a healing. And secondly, touch is the way by which that healing comes about. So there is very much a, a desire on the part of God to draw attention to his things. And he is, in other words, a proud father. And he likes to bring attention to his greatest works of art, who are his saints. And as a as a proud father, he he's, he embellishes them. He embellishes their work because he is. They are both are an extension of his own being. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> that is incredible. The, that connection between the relics, God's masterpieces, creation, you know, and healing touch. Thank you. Is, sure, sir. How do you how do you come to know the stories of the healings that have taken place, Father? Um, because people and I and I encourage this at each exposition. I encourage people if they receive a healing to be in contact. Uh, with me again, to be in contact with the ministry and to communicate it, to communicate what happened, how it happened, and um, and and people do that, and and so I share stories of healings at every exposition. I share uh, different accounts of of, uh, of of what happened, and that is uh, as an important part of the ministry as any other because it certainly communicates God's activity, and that. That sharing of his activity is a sharing of faith. It, it helps. Um, it, it, it helps people encounter faith and enter into a space where they their their faith, however rudimentary it may be, that they're experience that 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 they're ready to experience God doing something for them. So, more information is available at treasuresofthechurch.com. And on April 30th, I will be in Fargo, and I look forward to meeting the people there again. Okay, we're coming up, Father. This is a good—we have a break coming up, but I'm glad you mentioned you're coming to St. Mary's, because after the break, I'd like you to maybe tell people what they can expect uh, when they come to see the treasures of the Church. So with that, uh, I'll ask our listeners to uh, stay with us. We're talking to Father Carlos Martins, uh, who's with the Treasures of the Church, which will be coming to— 
St. Mary's Cathedral in Fargo on the 30th. And after the break, Father, maybe you can mention if you're going to be anywhere else in the area as well. But with that, uh, stay tuned, listeners, and we'll see you on the other side of the break. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. I'm 11, 11 weeks old. My many body systems are developing at the same time. My finer details like veins and arteries are forming. Take a beautiful picture coming into focus, making me look more like me. And since my fingers are separated from each other, I can open and close my hand. Can you see me waving? Hey, Dad, can you tell Mom I do not like red onions? But I do like strawberries. And guess what? This week I'm as big as a strawberry. Written by Allison Updahl. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Okay, thanks for staying with us for this last segment of Real Presence Live. We're talking with Father Carlos Martins, and uh, who is the, uh, I guess, I don't know if I would say the curator of, of the Treasures of the Church, which is coming to uh, St. Mary's Cathedral in Fargo on the 30th of April. But uh, I went online to treasuresofthechurch.com to see what the schedule is to see if he's in other areas of our, uh, of our listening area, and there's quite a few of them. We've got uh, Holy Rosary Church in Graceville, Minnesota on the 29th, Cathedral of St. Mary's in Fargo on the 30th, uh, May 1st, uh, St. Mary's Church in Grand Forks, uh, Sunday, May 2nd, St. Agnes in Vermilion, South Dakota, uh, St. Michael's Church in Sioux Falls on uh, the Mar- May 3rd, excuse me. Boy, you're busy, Father. Uh, May 4th, St. Andrew's in Granite Falls, Minnesota. Assumption Parish, Eden Valley, Minnesota. Uh, Thursday, May 6th, Foley, Minnesota. And uh, 
Saturday, May 8th, Malacca, Minnesota at St. Mary's Church. We might be getting outside of our listening area here, but uh, that's okay. And listeners uh, can go to treasuresofthechurch.com. Treasuresofthechurch.com without me having to read the entire litany of your schedule for 2021, <laughs> Father. <laughs> wow. Father, um, during the break I asked you, um, you know, I'm thinking about the church has a process in canonizing saints to determine that they are in heaven, which involves miracles. Um, could you talk a little bit about how the church determines that a relic is authentic, especially one that dates back to the early history of the church? Sure. Uh, so the church has a process of canonization, and part of that process is a, a an exhuming of the grave in which the future blessed would be buried. So prior to beatification, there is a, a recognitio, uh, is the Latin word for it, of, of uncovering the remains. And, and that process, uh, it, the Church doesn't take it for granted that the, the remains are of the future blessed in question. There, there's, it's, it's very much a scientific process where there's a verification. Oh. With regard to relics that predate the canonization process, such as that of the Apostles and so forth, that actually is very easy to verify, because the early Church built a church over the tomb, over each of the Apostles, for example, and over, uh, for example, Mary Magdalene, uh, where she reposed in, in France, for example. Uh, so, so basically, the Apostles were, were giants of the faith. They were individuals who had met and, and ate with and walked and talked to our Lord. And so they were the, the, they were the heroes of the faith, Upon their death, their graves were sacred places where the liturgy was celebrated. Uh, so their graves were never lost, for example. Uh, the, the, the graves were always known where they were. Their remains were always uh, treasured, even if during the time of the persecutions, the, their remains couldn't be accessed. But they certainly knew where they were buried. But, so, for example, St. Peter's Basilica in the Vatican, uh, Constantine, by the time he took over, the first Christian emperor... He wanted to put a basilica, a giant basilica, over the grave of Peter. In order to do that, he had to flatten the Vatican Hill. So that meant millions of tons of earth had to be moved so that a church could be put over the flattened hill. The Vatican is a hill. And several hundred feet away is, was, was Nero's circus. So there already was a flattened part, but he wanted the church to go over a particular part so that the grave of Peter could be directly beneath the altar of the basilica. It would have been much easier if he just said, you know what, all right, well, we're going to bury, we're, we're, we're going to put this church next to Peter's grave, but not over it. But, but he didn't do that. At an enormous cost, an enormous effort, he built it over a particular spot. So that has been the thinking of the Church for the two millennia of its existence. We put churches over the graves of the saints, and we put relics of the saints inside the altars over which we celebrate Mass and worship the Almighty God. Thank you. Very interesting. And it makes perfect sense. Yes. Um, Father, do you want to 
Would you mention, talk about uh, your presentation here in uh, in Fargo at St. Mary's? And I guess it would probably be the same for all the other places. What can people expect when they come to St. Mary's to, uh, to uh, I don't know, see, venerate uh, the, 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 the relics? And uh, do you have a program that goes with it? Uh, I do. So at 6.30 p.m., so I will give a talk. I will give a teaching on relics. I will explain the Church's theology. Pope Francis grants a plenary indulgence to all those who are present at that talk. And afterwards, I, I, during the talk, I will certainly share about some of the, the, the healing stories, the healing, the occasions of healing that have happened within the ministry. Afterwards, then, people have an opportunity to, develop, to, to venerate the relics of the saints. And in particular, they have an opportunity to find their saints. So I, during the presentation, explain how there, there will be one saint that is going to reach out and communicate with them, that there, there will be one saint that is going to reach out communicate with you. And during that time, I explain how to identify that saint. And during that time, which I call the walk with the saints, it is when they go and, and they do that. So, okay, so what you're saying is it's like the saint is, is choosing us for a relationship. and Correct. Oh. Okay. That, that Correct. was going to be one of my questions. You know, when you have the healings, is it attributed to uh, one particular saint or is it just kind of to this cloud? But sometimes, sometimes it is one. Sometimes it is a cloud. Sometimes, sometimes people can identify a particular experience that happened at a particular relic, sometimes they cannot. That they wake up the next morning and an affliction they had is just gone. Okay. Well, Father, we want to thank you for coming, or for being with us today, uh, remotely from Florida. I hope you're enjoying the weather down there. But uh, before we let you go, would you be kind enough to give us a blessing? Certainly. May Almighty God bless you, bless your listeners and their families and give you every peace in your heart and every companionship of the saints, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Bless your day, and uh, thank you for the interview today. And again, treasuresofthechurch.com is where your listeners can find more information. And they will see you here at St. Mary's Cathedral on April 30th. Amen. We look forward to meeting you, Father, and safe travels. (laughs) Thank you so much, and I look forward to meeting you too. Blessings. Thank you. God bless you too. Okay, with that, uh, we next have our technical director preview of the next show. So, Therese, take it away. Thank you. So, on the next Real Presence Live, Thursday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, Father Craig Vosick will be your host coming to you live from the University of Mary in Bismarck. Jerome Richter from the University of Mary will be on to talk about a way youth can build a foundation on the teachings of the Catholic Church. And St. George and the Knights are teaming up. Hear more about this during our interview with Dr. Chris Collins and Jeff Berger. All that and more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That's Thursday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back to you. Okay, thank you, Therese. And thank you to all you listeners for staying with us today. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Uh, Doreen and I certainly enjoy our uh, uh, the opportunity we have to to host the program and visit with our various guests. 
I thought today was a lot of fun. I wish we would have time for, uh, for, for more. I, I thought it was a good spring program, talking about gardening, talking about the, uh, the, the grotto at, uh, in Farmer, South Dakota. The, what is it? The Rock? Peter's the, Rock. The, the, yes, the, the <laughs> Peter's Rock Grotto. And uh, also uh, talking with Delilah Mayer from Mott. That was certainly a, a, a fun interview. And with Father in the Relics. Father Carlos Martins and the Relics. And we encourage you to uh, take advantage of the, uh, the, the treasures of the church uh, if it comes to your town or if it comes close. Mm-hmm. And maybe prepare by um, praying and asking the Holy Spirit to um, prepare you for that encounter with the saints in this, in this very concrete way. Yes. Now, we have about a minute left, Doreen, and I've run out of things to say. So, do you have a, a joke? I do. This is for the three important, most important men in my life. Okay? Okay, who are they? You, JT, and Connor. <laughs> what do you call a row of rabbits hopping away? Um, what do you call a row, a row of rabbits, rabbits hopping away? A row of rabbits hopping away. I don't know. A receding hairline. Get it? That hurts. (laughs) Grass doesn't grow on a busy street. That's right. God only made a few perfect heads. The rest he had to cover with hair. I've heard those all. A receding hairline. Yes. Unfortunately, my son's got my hairline. So, uh, you know, for them, I'm going to put their protest in as well. And my my father's hairline. Your father's hairline, too. Okay. Well, that... Wraps it up for us, right, Trez? <laughs> this has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app.